Welcome to Path of Inner Peace podcast. I am Ricardo, an intuitive empath, medium, Reiki practitioner, and the illustrating author of the Triad in Tales. On the podcast, we discuss in a sacred and safe arena all sorts of subjects, ranging from the very mundane and often amusing world of an experience of fitness training, to comics, animation, and movies, and all the way to indigenous sovereignty, anti-racism, and the uplift of the LGBTQIA communities across the globe. Also, we also cover the several spiritual topics me and our amazing guests will discuss for you. In your own path of inner peace, it is my desire to support and uplift you where you are right now and on the way to who you're becoming. So let's take a step. Hi, I have to make a disclaimer and I'm going to place it right before the actual episode. This is an episode that uh, came to be in a way that is not very usual for me. I don't usually fully write everything I'm going to say, but for this episode, I felt really called to do it. I felt not only inspired, but led to do it in that way. I wanted to make sure that my thoughts were right on paper. What happens, though, is that as I flip through the pages of my notebook, I I stumble upon my words quite a few times. And... I noticed that I like had written things with a typo or something like that, or or like with a spelling mistake. So I don't want to record the whole episode again. You will see that I'm speaking or reading really fast, but that's more due to my excitement and how passionate I am about the subject of this episode than anything else. Um, so I hope that bearing this in mind, you can enjoy listening to this very short episode and podcast and um again i am really curious to see what you might have to say about it please be kind okay all right peace be with you enjoy intuition and shifting societal paradigms hi again it's been a while since i uh recorded my most recent episode which was um a tribute to a very good friend of mine and since then so many things have happened and they all come on top of everything else that has happened in my life in the past year or so. But today I'm not here to talk or share something from my life specifically, and I want to speak more on the community where which may find each other. So I'm just going to jump right in, and I hope you have a good time. And if you happen to resonate with anything I said in this episode, please, 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 uh, leave a comment on social media where you find this or, you know, interact with it however you can so that I know, so that I can keep on learning, so that I can make this a better space for you and me to interact and coexist, and so that I can create more of what serves you, what serves us as a community, okay? So without further ado, let's get started. Connecting with our intuition is vital, as it is one of the most essential and far-reaching aspects of our guiding system. In fact, when we look at ourselves as feeling beings who think and energetic beings who inhabit condensed matter, one could say that all the intricacies through which our organisms, chakras, DNA, and meridians guide and help drive our experiences and existence are intuition. It is common to hear people uh, or certain experts and technicians refer to intuition or something intuitive as a procedure or mechanism which is performable in natural or naturally functioning way. In other ways, in a flow where resistance 
is useful and beneficial to the deserved out, uh, desired outcome. I apologize. For example, in mechanical terms, a pumping system enables the transport of fluids to occur in a certain direction through valves, pressure, and generally speaking, motion dynamics that involve pressure, density, gravity, and temperature. So, in liquid fuel engines, there is an intuitive degree to which each gear functions and flows optimally or within minimum expense of energy. Slowing down or speeding up may require more energy, but that process is still intuitive in the sense that it satisfies a contextual need. A counterintuitive thing would be, for example, an engine valve to feedback or fail its function and cause the whole engine to stop or an accident to occur. I imagine you are wondering what I mean when so many counterintuitive things, road accident, accidents, and a plethora of other experiences go against what we would call an intuitive or even desirable direction, right? So here is where the mechanical metaphor or analogy is left, and I choose a more personal and sociological route. One of the causes to intuitive impairment, as far as I have been able to observe and experience, has to do with a mix of societal and familial pressure. I'd like to note here that when I refer to intuition, I am talking about the holistic and autonomous network that is energetically and physiologically connected to our perception of self as the atoms and molecules that comprise each of our physical bodies. Okay? What I am saying is that each of us living, past and yet to be born, were genetically and energetically primed to not only survive, but to thrive, to deepen, expand and enrich the same network that exists on a scale both within and beyond our individual selves. So when I talk about the mix of societal and familial pressure, I am referring to implicit and generational pressures we can recognize as cultural impositions. And it goes as far as uh, socially contrived dietary options, predatory economical systems, dogmatic cults and religions, and their consequence, um, consequential and viciously cyclical effect on social and familial direct interactions and relationships. That was a mouthful. So <laughs> it is not surprising to deduce that individuals and groups who've undergone years, decades, and centuries of abuse, persecution, oppression, and genocide find more difficulties in embracing and naturally developing their intuition beyond survival or gut feelings. Let's take a moment to like take that in, okay? Instead of minimizing these, I personally choose to celebrate people who choose to trust these survival or close to survival instincts. I remind myself and try to remind others that these are but a minuscule fraction of the scope of the broad sense of intuition. We often find ourselves developing what is commonly referred to as intuition in a sort of paradoxical way in which it becomes heightened because of abuse we may have endured. Intuition in its broader conception is the the reach of and sorry and in the reach of my understanding goes beyond the gut feeling that serves our life in a threatening situation or that tells us a person is a great match or someone you want zero closeness with intuition or our broader personal guiding system enables us to know ourselves well enough to expand invest and thrive based on our own potential desire and action. It enables us to increasingly accurately ascertain what type of connection we are making when we meet someone new, or to understand ourselves and others enough to better navigate and communicate in our ongoing relationships. It enables us to sense both physically, emotionally, and psychically 
if the actions we're taking, the work we're engaging with, or the direction we're choosing to advance in are truly energizing or a stepping stone in the quote-unquote right direction. Intuition also informs and reflects how much we are able to empathize and act compassionately, compassionately towards those apart or different from ourselves. Here is where I would like to take a moment to assess why I preferentially use the expression societal paradigm instead of society. When I see us using society as a term, it comes with this underlying notion of disempowerment, whereby society is perceived and accepted to be mostly immutably set in stone. Beyond individual reach, um, its collective, albeit abstract nature, if we call it that, overpowering each and every one of us, veritably amputating our minds and personal reach to cause effective, lasting, and beneficial change. On the other hand, I advocate for the use of the expression societal paradigm because those of us dedicated to personal, interpersonal, and social cultural change are that more aware of how much we can and we do change, if we so choose to. And consequentially, so can our surrounding connections and circumstances change as well. I prefer the use of societal paradigm because paradigms can be shifted or even replaced as they are subject to us, whereas hermetic concepts like society leave us subject to their precepts and expectations. Throughout history, we have gradually been learning that we are only confined to the Procrustean demands of conventional white society so long as we accept those onto people and conform to those terms and conditions so akin to an unspoken contract in which, pardon me, um, in which we have, for the most part, white people to exchange our souls, our freedom, our true intuition, the well-being and full success of black people, people of color, and indigenous people for the notion and biased confirmation of superiority that ultimately only benefits those who reap benefits from pitting people against each other. The same way we cannot expect a person to overcome trauma and succeed in equal manner to a person who wasn't exposed to it, we cannot expect the first person to emancipate themselves and create the life which is theirs to fully and freely live without access to tools and means to heal and positively move on from their trauma. This is why, on an individual and collective lens, reparations are so necessary for a person, a family, a people to gain access to those tools and means which protect, soothe, and, potenti and potentiate their free and full expression. Our current white supremacist societal paradigm is based in scarcity or scarcity to such a degree that we find ourselves fighting and competing against each other instead of being involved in the process of growing and bettering ourselves, sharing our voices and resources in much more just and sustainable ways, effectively shifting the paradigm from scarcity to abundance. How each of us deals with the paradigm is each our own responsibility and the role we choose to play or not. It is my firm intuition and belief that each of us can, hmm, right as we listen to these words, do something to make the world a better place for someone with less access than ourselves. That is why I am frequently overwhelmed by the beauty, the power, and unique gifts each person I encounter or work with possess and exhibit. Well, there will always be something for me to learn and improve on, 
While even though I have made mistakes in the past and I am likely to make other in the future, I am grateful to say that the more I trust my intuition and let that aspect of me, the universe, guide me in my experiences and existence, the more I know and see this better world so many of us yearn for coming to existence and fruition. That is why I cannot and will not stop. That is why I love the adage, until all of us are free, none of us are free. That is why it is urgent for me that indigenous, black people, and people of color, marginalized folk in their finances, gender identity, gender identity and orientation, neurodiverse, physically diverse people, until all of us are granted access to the tools and means to establish ourselves, themselves, their lives, and our intersectional communities in a thriving status. It is urgent to achieve all of these things. So I will not stop. Because as each of us is able to thus fulfill ourselves and free ourselves from the Procrustean bed of this current societal paradigm, more of us will follow suit and shift, or at least help, the circumstances each and every one of us are surrounded by. This is why I choose to interpret dreams and help you interpret yours. Why I choose to connect with spirit for you. Why I create general and custom guided meditations. Why I have been creating the triad in tales for so many years. Why I am your hype man and the Muppet goober who is here to share life, love, justice with you. Finally, this is why I wish that peace be with you always. Thank you for listening today. Talk to you very soon. You can connect with the podcast on every streaming platform where you can find podcasts and you can also connect with the podcast on Instagram at Path of Inner Peace. Also on Facebook, there is a, a group page there that you can connect with the podcast. If you want to connect with me directly, you can connect with me at Rick number four art on Instagram and TikTok and uh, also Clubhouse um, on Facebook. You can also connect through the um, podcast platform and through email, you can connect with me at rickforart at gmail.com. If you want to schedule a meeting or a call with me, you can go onto my link tree in my Instagram profile and there you can find my landing page um, where you will be able to choose whatever function I can perform for you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. Peace be with you always.